What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not For 30 podcast? Thank you so much for all the nice words from episode 100. This is part two of episode 100. Initially, my plan was to slice this episode in with that episode, but this episode's way too long. Um, so uh, it's going to be, I guess, part B of 100? 100 part B. This is John DeNoir. Uh, we are also doing a bonus episode for this week. Uh, it's a Leaf Edition with Jesse and Avery Matt. It's a fun one. We, were, we recorded it last night, uh, and it should be out later this week. Again, I want to thank everybody that's part of episode 100, the Cavalcade list of characters. Thank you so, so much. Uh, from anyone and everyone at the Not Up For 30 podcast, we hope you had a wonderful and safe new year. 2018 is the year of the podcast. Kyle said it. We're going to make the podcast great again. So with that being said, this is John and I, cracking it old school. Thanks so much. All right, let's go old-fashioned this one. Cheers. Cheers. This is the Not After 30 podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, what's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not After 30 podcast? This is a special presentation for myself and John Genoir. Sitting across the table from me, the man, the myth, the legend, the man with the soft, velvety voice, John DeNoir. What's up, baby? What's going on, bud? Let's see. We are uh, drinking the uh, two fine brews from Orange Snail Brewers. Uh, I am drinking their classic Iron Pig Ignorant Ale. And you are drinking the, the very seasonal Apocalyptic Elf, uh, which is their Christmas holiday blend. Um, how do you think? What do you think? It's a dark, it's a dark ale, but... It's a dark ale. It's good. Uh, it goes down smooth. I don't really get the the hints of uh, mint. Yeah, it was like v- uh, vanilla and candy cane. There's something else to it. Yeah. I said nutmeg, er, nutmeg earlier, but it's not nutmeg. I can't yeah. remember exactly what it was. But when you breathe it in, as it goes in, you can actually get the mint aroma, I find, which is kind of weird. All right. This, I think, is going to be a year in the review. At least that's where we're going to start it off, um, and we'll see where it goes because... This is a kind of like an impromptu. We haven't done a one-on-one in a long time. No, it's only been two years. Yeah, well, we, we've always been carrying people like Jesse and Miss Six, so it's about time that the true talents of the podcast come out. What about Chalupa? Chalupa is he? Yeah, yeah, and, and Chalupa. We've been carrying all those suckers. Now we're, we're cutting, cutting the brass tacks, and we're, we're just keeping it mano a mano. So... What do you think? Do you want to start in January? Do you want to do like a quick year? In review? Like I can't remember January. I can't. Uh, but no. like the way I, I see it is that a year ago, uh, we were kind of coming into our own with the podcast. We had um, we had celebrated our our first um, one year. First, yeah, one year. So we're starting our second year. I can't believe we're about to start our third year of the podcast. Yeah. It's mind blowing. We are also celebrating. Our first year of friendship, first year passive friendship. It was kind of cool. Um, for those n- new listeners, John and I met at a mutual friend's wedding. I think we kind of clicked we, at least the first or second day, and then it's been we've been pretty much stuck together for a while since then. Fair to say. And I remember that night in the cigar room, uh, we were talking. About, I was like, I got a podcast. You should come on the podcast. You're like, okay, I'm cool. Let's do it. And uh, I think it was t- two years later. We've been podcasting. Yeah. Pretty consistently since. I find the biggest thing um, when uh, when you ask when when you invite someone to something like a podcast or you have an idea to do something, a lot of times it's kind of up in the air and people don't really follow through. Like, yeah, whatever, I'll do it. And then you're like, yo, what are you doing? And then it never comes 
never comes through, right? Right. So I think I think you might have had that suspicion at the time, but I was like, yeah, I'm 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 in. A little bit. I think a little bit, but I think I think you initially anybody who puts any offer out there, it's only like a half offer. It's like, yeah, I think, I think you'd do this, but we'll see if you follow through. And then I think after the, maybe the first, no, you know what? Maybe after the second one, third one for sure. I was like, no, John's into this, John. I think the first one, the first going deep episode we ever did, I think it's actually our highest rate, our highest listened to podcast. I think it's over like 400 downloads. It's insane. Like crazy. Yeah. That, like that's a, that's a, that's a top of the mountain one. And since then, I think it's just been a momentum thing. When you and Jesse relaunched, uh, I guess, part two of the uh, Going Deep podcast, even that one, it was like you guys had like 67 or or 80 downloads or 200 downloads from like, do you remember what the city's called in New Jersey? Pikachu, well, New Jersey, or something like that. Oh, and it was New Jersey. Yeah, it's New Jersey. Like a huge. I was like, John, do you have any family in New Jersey? He's like, No, why? I'm like, You guys got like 200 downloads in this like small town in New Jersey, but pretty cool overall. And uh, anyways, just going back um, last January, that's where we were. Yeah. We were just talking about like a funnier podcast scene and like maybe like branching out the podcast at that point and i think we've done a lot since i mean we have like four consistent shows now on the podcast and then we have like three or four different side shows from the podcast it's kind of been a cool year for us but does does that early part of the year does anything really stand out that maybe january february march um no i would say uh for the podcast this sorry excuse me this past year going in with it is things have been hectic in everyone's life Mostly, your, your you moved, I moved, um, set up uh, people's timing schedules and stuff like that. Life has has changed so much in that in this last year that's passed. I think it seems very sporadic and not maybe as uh, fluid or as aggressive as we, when we first came out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so going into year three, now that I feel like I'm set up better for for better production and stuff like that, I, I think I believe in my heart that hopefully year three's the best year, right? Like third time's a charm. Yeah, <laughs> third, third, yeah. Well, Sorry, guys, I'm a little tired. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's actually been a long. This is actually the second time today I've seen John. Um, but you know what? It's it's kind of just worked out. It's kind of like a spur of the moment thing. But I'm not going to give up an opportunity to sit down with John because, again, like I don't think we've done a one on one in a long, long time. No. And this is this actually how we started this. The second iteration of the Not for Thirty podcast is really just John and I sitting. In 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 the, it wasn't even a studio at that point. It was it was like just a bare like as a bare room, and it ha- we had a microphone like one microphone that we were like hooked it to a cell phone. Yeah, it, yeah it, and it was even it wasn't even on a table. It was on like a side table. They were kind of like sitting around. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I I love those memories because right now it's like. We have a, we have our second studio set up now. You know, you just took a huge step today by setting up your own studio. So that's gonna be like another big jump for the branch that is the or the umbrella that is the Not for Thirty Network. Um, and it makes it makes me like have those like little like flares of like joy in my body. You know, it's like all right. And this has been an idea that we've had for a long time about that second studio. You know, that really like the second headquarters that even like a, another branch of podcast could probably probably spur from too. You know, I think that's such a cool cool aspect. But just dating back into the year, it's like January, February, March was was a crazy time. We had actually we had just put an offer in on the second house, the house that we're living in now, and. Um, you know, we were like we were really hectic. That was kind of how it started, 
and it went through and I was even shocked that it went through so then that kind of spurred everything else plus Brittany was like six months pregnant at that point Mm -hmm. so there was like a a huge about to change um, life you know thing going on moment life moment happening and I, I, I was not even prepared as prepared as I thought it was, I still wasn't as prepared. That's the thing I've heard. You think you never, you never prepared enough, right? It's I've like, always heard that. Like, you think you're prepared, you think you're ready, then it happens, then you're like, oh shit. <laughs> it's it's exactly that. It's like you can't prepare enough yet. Don't prepare too much because expect the unexpected. Yeah, it, it's wild. I, I mean, at that point, everything was still kind of good. I, th- I think in February, Brittany would have been seven months pregnant. Um, and her pregnancy had gone pretty smooth, which made life easier. But we, we had just purchased a house, which means we weren't ready to buy a house, which means all the work we ha- we had to do to get our house ready then started on that date, February 15th. Yeah. And then and then that turned into the next three months, so let's say like spring, so uh, March, April, May. And those were like whirlwinds because the baby came, we had to move, then we had to set up the new house. The podcast went to like this weird spot where – I really wanted to do more, but I couldn't. And it's like, no matter like uh, what aspect, uh, even whenever I had like 20 minutes to try to like edit a podcast or put something out, it was like just torture. It was torture on everybody because I couldn't nail down a good date or time for with you guys. And even like the time I had that I would normally do any production work, I couldn't do any of that. It was it was so tough. And I, as much as I wanted to do it, I'm too much of also of a control freak to just be like, John, just record this, put this out, and, and then we'll go with it from there. I couldn't do that because I'm too much of a control freak mm-hmm. like that. But I don't know. How was your spring? My spring? Um, my spring was the place I was, the, the roommates I had, Ash and Amy, they, uh, they just sold their house. Um, well, they're, they're putting their house up in the market, getting ready to get it sold, and it's sold extremely quickly like I think it sold within like three days or something like that something crazy like that <clears throat> so then after that was packing uh, getting my life together or whatever finding another place to live and an opportunity came up took the opportunity everything worked out smoothly moved uh, work was okay but I don't know, it, was, it was hectic for me trying to get little things wrapped up you know yeah it wasn't that big of a deal like the stuff i was going through but it was just unknowns you know what i mean so i'm trying to figure out life in itself but everything came came through right so at the end of the day i'm happy where i'm at and stuff like that like a lot of it's been a big year a lot of uh small accomplishments a lot of confidence came up through it good good so and i hit 30 so (laughs) you 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 finally got into your dirty years well, thirties and new twenties. Thirties and new twenty, hands down. I, um, I, I'd have to say, on like on a podcast level, the springtime I think was one of our toughest times. We hit a little bit of a roadblock last November, um, and then after that roadblock last November, um, going into the spring with with everything going on, it kind of dried up a little bit, and that's kind of where you and Jesse decided to. Instead of having two separate podcasts, the John Noir's Going Deep and Bob Walker's Bob Podcast, uh, kind of merging those two together for the first iteration of Going Deep, or the second iteration of Going Deep, and then that kind of started and then stopped, and then relaunching in the summer as the Bumbling Canucks. Yeah. So. Well, in the the, the fall. It, yeah, I guess uh, I guess it was the end of the, starting the end of the summer. Yeah. Uh, going into the fall. Going into the fall. Um, 
the summer, I mean, the, the, the summer for me was, again, just more of the same, like, learning to adapt to this new life, mm-hmm. new house, still, like, working a lot, but still trying to get the podcast stuff going, but really just trying my and best. being a dad. Being a dad. Like, the, the adjustments are, are wild, and even, like, the littlest adjustments, the littlest adjustments have a ripple effect to everything else. Like, uh, the baby being up at 6 a.m., wasn't that big of a deal because most times I was up between six and seven, um, but I'd be up at six or seven and I'd like watch TV that I missed the night before or like edit a podcast or just fuck around on, on social media or whatever and just do those things. Instead, I'm like trying to nurse a baby, sell a baby, change a diaper. Those things take up time. The, the, those small like five, 10, 15 minute things turn into an hour's disappeared yeah. and you're like, oh shit. That hour that I used to edit a podcast and write a nice like social media blurb and really work on the artwork, that stuff just goes out the window. But at least the baby's <laughs> the baby's fed and, and and clean and and uh, or sleeping or even if at that point just giving Brittany like another hour or thirty or forty minutes of sleep because I know how much that means to her. And yeah. Any little thing that a father can do in those early months is key because a mother's body just goes through a complete strain. But yeah. I mean, it's totally crazy. Uh, I went a little bit on a tangent there, but um, I think, like, just really back to the podcast, just looking into the summertime, I feel like the summertime we kind of caught a little bit more of our groove, like, back to where we were, like, a little bit more consistent. The lines of communication were much more open. And it's weird, but I think we have a lot to thank. Like, we have Instagram to thank for that because we kind of had this, like, podcast family thread going of, like, just a conversation where we'd be, like, jabbing each other and throwing out memes to each other and just like mostly Chalupa <laughs> well, yeah Aaron Chalupa kept that thread juicy every day every day like two or three not like middle of the road memes high end lol legit laugh out loud memes it's crazy yeah even even Greta had a couple too some of hers don't make sense like sometimes I have to read it four or five to, like not once or twice four or five times and I have to try to glue the English together to see how like understand how it makes sense I think the biggest thing with Greta's is she's talking to three dudes and some of her some of her memes are very like feminine strong and like really kind of hip hop ish mm. urban yeah yeah so you kind of look like I don't, I don't. I don't really know about yeah, this. I can't, I can't. I can't get behind that I, message. I'm not really big on this seven by seven and that, grabbing my ass cheeks. Yo, that that will. Okay, first of all, like we always have this. Remember back in the day, we had this uh, phrase like, "Do you eat the booty like groceries?" Yeah. It was a podcast thing, DYDTBG or whatever it was, and. Um, but every now and then, whenever there's a meme about eating ass, it always ends up on this thread. Yeah. Mostly by Aaron, which I'm always a fan of. But it, that like any time that that got in there, or there was a, a dick-sized reference, it always get, end up in that thread. But for those things, like those things on, on sad days, like cloudy days, I love seeing those. They make me laugh out loud because it also like ties everything back about the podcast, which you know we're also passionate yeah. about. So. To be honest, I turned off my notifications. Oh, how dare you? I had to. Just too many? Just sitting there at work, and my phone goes, just vibrating, it's going off. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, who the fuck's calling me? That's how much the phone goes off. I look at it, and I have have best, uh, Aaron, Aaron Chalupa sends 
this yeah. meme or whatever, this meme, this meme. Because he doesn't just send one meme. He sends, like, three memes. At a time, and then yeah. there's little conversations going on underneath it. And it keeps your phone going. It's just killing my battery yeah. and just distracting me. Yeah. So I had to turn it off. You need a you need a phone charger. So <laughs> yeah, my pocket. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Um, I like them, man. Because you know what? I don't really. I rarely um, follow like those meme centric um, Instagram pages or yeah. whatever, whatever accounts. So when I see them, I really appreciate. Like I, I don't. I rarely see them more than once, and I really appreciate. Like yeah. the, some of them are. I just like. I'll, I'll even put a. I'll throw a comment. If it's good, I won't say anything. If it's really. If it's good, good. I'll do like a heart emoji. If it's really good, like that one was a shit. Like I'll arrow up. Like that one was the best. The hardest part I find with the whole thing is. Um, I'll send one out when I do send one out. And then automatically, Aaron will send like three or four. Oh, and, and it's, it's like, and it's like, my meme was fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Aaron completely just he tidal waved it. He just yeah, like, no, it. nobody has their memes but me. Yeah, I am the meme king. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, Aaron, just let me get one. <laughs> uh, okay, just getting back to our timeline. We get we end the summer with a kind of find, getting our groove back a little bit, being more consistent. Um, even our numbers bounce really high from that. Um, it, it was actually amazing because we had such um, that spring had hurt us so bad as like a listenership and all that. I feel like a lot of the people that have been listening to the podcast kind of dipped off a little bit because we weren't consistent. Yeah. And again, like listen, I, I'll take full responsibility um, because we weren't consistent and we had some we, we had a drop off. But since our consistency had picked up, our listenership, our following followers, everything has boosted up. And um, I haven't put a post out, but I'll put a post out before this podcast gets. That posted is uh, we hit our twenty thousand download mark. Oh, nice! Which yeah, we're actually closer to twenty one thousand download, um, which is like pretty astonishing. And we used to hit it on like a monthly basis, like one, yeah. like a thousand new downloads a month. Um, but now like we we're we're about to hit our twenty or we're about to hit our twenty first thousandth download. And like I am like so that was a landmark in my head. I kept saying to myself, I was like, I want to hit twenty thousand. I want to hit twenty thousand. And we we hit it, and I, I didn't even notice it. I didn't even notice it to the point where we're almost at twenty one now. Yeah. But it's because we like we had so, we've had so much good content come out lately. Uh, Miss Six actually has put in like so much work getting like the word out. She like really takes a lot of pride in her podcast, and she like she's like forcing people to download. So I, I hear her take clients to be like, what you don't listen to my podcast? Take her phone, you know, like log them in, sign them up i was like damn like you're you're just like a savage at it and she's like yeah this is good stuff like my podcast is really good i want people to hear it I'm like yeah man that's exactly the, that's the yeah. mentality that like anybody would want to hear on it but um going into the fall i feel like we we're um i'm very modest about it compared to yeah i think so but you know what i think it's i think it's like this i think i i try not to tell a lot of clients about it and the reason behind that is like there's there's a persona that i i, I do at work that I'm not that like I want to be professional. Down. Yeah, I want to be professional. Also, my clientele doesn't necessarily want to hear about dick jokes or like you don't know that. Well, I don't know that for sure, <laughs> but I have to assume that because. Yeah. Um, but there's also a part of the a part of my personality on the podcast that I don't necessarily want my clientele to see. Now, there's some clientele that I was like, yeah, for sure, like. Sometimes I talk about the clientele too, and I don't want that. I don't want that to be like a cross reference. I don't want them to realize. Is my motherfucking hairstylist telling stories that I told him in confidence, like stuff like that too? You know, I don't want that to be across either. So, for me, I kind of always 
sway back and forth on that on that mm-hmm. line. But um, I'm always I'm always so proud of this. I always like wave the flag. I rock my hat every time I leave the house, and uh, like I always want to be. It's always important way more important to me than like my nine to five like I yeah. always just I have so much because for us like this is all hands on this is 100% us you know like in your line of work do you always get credit for everything you put out no right same with me like even though like <clears throat> my client might leave the salon feeling amazing and looking amazing she might just say oh yeah my hairstylist is really good but she doesn't say Yo, Paul Anthony and Nardini's is amazing. You well, have to go see them. It's like, oh, you got a haircut. Your hair looks great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Right? Right. It's like you don't look at Picasso's painting and be like, oh, cool, cool, cool painting. Next painting. You oh, know. the museum did a great job of picking this painting. Oh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, the the podcast it has our name on it. It's us. It's our sweat, blood, and tears. All that goodness. Um, I just think it's one of those things that like I'm I'm. So proud of it because it is me. It is you. It is yeah. Greta. It is Aaron. It is Jesse. You know, it's it's David. It's Kyle. It's all these people that put the time and effort into us too. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's very important for me um, that you know we just feel we feel good and it's us. We're transparent with us too. You know, I tell stories that sometimes I'm embarrassed by, but I see the humor in it. Same thing with you. Like we just had a, we had an episode. Um, with Miss Six, where we talked about these like, these gay encounters we had as heterosexual males, we don't always feel comfortable telling these stories, but we still tell them because there's a little bit of humor, there's a little bit of humility. Yeah, but I don't really, <clears throat> I really don't have a problem with it. <laughs> Personally, you fine. If you ask me in person, I'd probably tell you the same story, be like hilarious. But I'm not. I'm probably would chase someone down and tell them, like, "Yo, guess what happened to me?" <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 listen to this. <laughs> so, but at the same time, it's it's it's. Showing relatability for people, mm. I find right, and that's part of the, the exposure. That I don't mind. And then I was wondering the actually other day, thinking about this, I'm like, wow, like I was going through a, I was on Bumble or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. were. And um, scrolling through, and then I, I know someone that said a public figure, like like they're whatever. Right? So and they showed had their Instagram, whatever. So so I creep them, whatever. Like yeah, yeah. if you put your Instagram on. You all want these people things, people are obviously going to creep you and look, yeah, yeah. look through. Maybe creep's not the wrong right word, but we know what it yeah, is. Yeah, you know what, yeah. So you, I'm going through it again. So it's like occupation, like public figure, um, model, or or uh, something like that, right? Okay. Or personal speaker, whatever. But they're a public figure. And I was like, oh, man, am I a public figure now that since I, since yes. we're all over the internet and whatnot? Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, okay. We actually, Greg and I have a client who came in asking if... She asked two things. She had, she wanted to know what was going on with John DeNoir and if that was your real name. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and I was like, and I looked at her. I was like dumbfounded. I, I've only been dumbfounded twice related to the podcast at work. One time, a client of mine, he asked me if I was into podcasts, and I said yes. And then he said, "Yeah, I just I just learned about podcasts today. My friend was showing me about them. I downloaded this podcast called the Not After Thirty Podcast, and I was I wasn't really too pleased. I was like." Um, you weren't into that podcast? And he goes, no. I said, that's hilarious. Did anyone put you up to this? And he goes, no, why? I said, that's actually my podcast. He goes, what? And then I got right to this whole conversation yeah. about it. And I'm like, what episode did you download? Let me, I need to know exactly. Yeah. So he showed me and everything and I had a crack up. I'm like, I'm like, that episode isn't the best, but this episode after it is better. Try this one. You'll yeah. get on for size. And the other one was that girl that I was telling you about. Chelsea, Chelsea 10, if you're listening to this, what up? Um, but yeah, it's, it was like, it's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of scary. But it's creepy. It is. I mean, 
oh, I, when, I, when I listen to the big guys when they podcast, like my, my podcasting icons are Joe Rogan and Kevin Smith, my two favorite podcasters. And like those guys are already famous. So they really don't give a shit what, like, what I think, what you think. They don't give a shit because they're too fucking famous. Yeah. I'm not too fucking famous. You're not too fucking famous. If, if someone was to respond to this podcast, be like, yo, your show is shit and I hate you and kill yourself and I hope you die and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, man. That, that fucking cut me deep. It would cut me deep, but at the same time, like, man, you put a lot of work into hating me. Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's a lot of effort. See, that's good. Be- that, and that, you know what? That, that's like a really good millennial mentality. But like, I, I, t- I take too much offense to that. I'd be like, uh, I need to find out who you are. I'm going to go to your house and I'm going to kill you. Oh, you're, you're going to commit a felony. <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm gonna slit your, you know, I'm going to cut you know your what? fingertips off. That would be great, <laughs> great public. <laughs> Great uh, publicity for the podcast. Podcaster finds a troll, <laughs> internet troll, cuts fingertips off. off. Serving five years yeah. in prison. <laughs> we'll, we'll be recording podcasts live from prison. Uh, you'd be having the phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be yeah. You have an Aaron Chalupa. <laughs> you'd be the phone call. Yeah. You're receiving a phone call from the Maplehurst prison. Do you accept this charge? Uh, yes, I do. All right, so we have uh, Anthony <laughs> on the phone line with a 15-minute phone call from yeah. Maplehurst. <laughs> Actually, you know, I have a tell. Let me hold on. Let me try something. Not a nation. This might be a first. Hold on. Hello, Aaron. Uh, it's Anthony. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling from prison. Yeah, no, I'm just going to supposed to record into my phone. Listen, uh, you have to do this. You have to get everything sorted on the podcast. Make sure that John, Greta, and Jesse all record podcasts and then send them out. You gotta keep up the Instagram page. You gotta keep everything else up and running. Okay. All right. Back to your regu- regular scheduled podcast. Hey, Aaron. Ne- next time Anthony calls you, I'm gonna fuck up. I started that podcast with him. I'm the second. Easy to leave it all to you. Tell him to fuck up. Hey, Aaron. Listen, I had to suck some guy's dick just to get this phone call. Um, listen, I know what John's telling you. Don't listen to him, okay? I need you to take care of everything and make sure that everything runs really smoothly. Okay, okay, hey, now, on with the show. Listen, Aaron, seriously, you gonna take second spot? I'm supposed to be second in command. I'm the skipper of this shit, bitch. The fuck? I hope you keep sucking dick. You know what? I'm gonna go to the cops and tell them more information about it. All right, John, let's get back to the brass tacks here. Going into the fall, um... We launch Aaron's Awesome European Adventure. Uh, Miss Six launches her new brand new podcast, Before 30 Millennials Journey into Her 30s. And you guys launch your podcast. Bumbling Canucks. Right on. So what's different about the Bumbling Canucks? Like what, what, what is it that, like what came to that conclusion? Was it something where you guys wanted to kind of shed the boss slash going deep skin and just do something different? Or what, what was it? I think Jesse and I, we work well together as a crew when we do work together, mm-hmm. right? Um, we feed off each other. We have a good connection, obviously, right? We're like 15 years deep of friendship, 15 plus years, whatever, right? So I think it was something that solidifies that it's us. So there's no, we're, we're one entity rather than just being two, mm-hmm. different, two different spots, right? Plus we felt it's kind of hard to get people to commit to come in and whatnot and, and chop it up with them. So we decided just, hey, you want to do it and I want to do it. Like, let's just keep doing it together. And we don't have to be, it doesn't have to be going deep. It doesn't have to be Bob. We'll just do one. Right. And that's where we came with the Bubbling Canucks. Right. Now, 
I'm, I've been curious. I, you know, I meant to ask you guys when you guys launched it, but like, wh- what was with the name? Because I'll tell you something. For for me, it's like a tongue twister. For some reason, I can't get bumbling Canucks out without thinking about it first. Well, we both. Well, I stutter at times over, right? And we're both Canadians, so kind of like, how can this kind of be goofy but still kind of funny, but still be kind of catchy with the name? Yeah. Right. And we were just sitting there drinking, we were laughing, we were trying to rattle off names, and we're like, oh, well, you know, kind of sounds kind of kind of goofy, bumbling Canucks, and we laughed about it. We laughed about it some more. I'm like, you know, that's a good one. Then we can have. Maybe pictures of like two drunk Canadians or whatever. Like, remember that um, what's this? What's that? Uh, it was an old show. Bob and Doug. Bob and Doug. Was it Bob and Doug? Like Bob uh, and Doug the, McKenzie, the, the two hosers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of that we were kind of envisioning, right? Like that was kind of the vision. All right. So, well, I I like it. I thought the the first couple of podcasts you guys released, you the first one was was kind of like getting your feet wet. The second and third one, you could definitely see more of a groove happen. I'm looking forward to more coming out. Um, I don't want to put any pressure on you guys or put you on the spot or anything, but is there like is there more coming or there's is more it- coming? There's always more coming. Yeah. It's it's consistency, it's timing. Yeah. My my schedule is hectic as as it is. Right, right, right. So it's um it's it's hard, right? It's, it's it's hard work. Like you yeah. know it. Anybody else who does podcasts know it. We don't have. 24 hours to sit there and be like, hey, uh, Bob, what are you doing today? Yeah. Stop and on it's by. It's hard to balance a full-time job and podcasting and life, let alone full-time job plus part-time job plus podcasting plus everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So. Here. All right. Well, I mean, that kind of brings us to where we are now, kind of like a podcast in review, year in review, but I'm sure there's things we're leaving out too. There's some things that I'm holding off to launch in the new year. Uh, we got a couple new partnerships. Um, just to speak on behalf of our partnerships of the year, since pretty much day one, Superior Finish Painting has always been there. Um, they helped fund our first studio. They've done work in the new studio. Um, always been there. I wanted to thank Kyle and the guys from Superior Finish Painting Co. from always being there. Um, a, sp- a part of our sponsorship team that came in this year was 2020 Print Media. We're going to be re-upping with them in the new year as well as Superior Finish Painting. Um, but we also had some failures when it came to our sponsorship team, like Virage Sale. Virage Sale came in. Um, it's actually a lead that you found. She came to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, well, regardless of how it happened, yeah. I was like, you know, I, I'm. I was always, I'm always amazed when people reach out, but you know, we, I looked. I was like, oh, that's great. Someone's reaching out to us, and then you look and just like, okay, well, we got we have like uh, 700 people in our Facebook group, and we have weekly downloads over 700 people. Yeah, I mean, it's like Shit. I figured we had enough people that would want to support the show, and then when they came back, and I had no, I had knew that we had at least 10 or 15 people that had signed up through our link at the, on the Rochester site. When they came to us, they're like, yeah, you guys have nobody. I'm like, no, no, that's impossible. I know I know. personally I signed up five people. And then I had people reach out to me being like, does this link work? Is this the way it's supposed to be? And then when that stuff doesn't kind of fall through, it's kind of hurtful. And there's no, like, there's no way to track these people down and, and hold the gun to their head and be like, listen, we did this. We did our end of the bargain. It's now time for you because you know they're hiding behind a screen, so they can pretty much do whatever they need to yeah. do. And and really, at the end of the day, it's like, am I going to argue about the, you know, maybe logistics or yeah, whatever? Well, I mean, really, like we're not really talking. We're not talking thousands and thousands of dollars here. We're talking at the most 
a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, I'm, I'm going to chase this person down who has this, like, just grinding it out like I am and just trying to get this word out. You know, who knows what position they're in. It doesn't matter to me. But unfortunately, our Virage sale partnership didn't work, here, work out. But what I'm excited to launch in the new year is a little bit more of a sturdy foundation of, of like-minded people. Um, and I'm really excited to launch one of them. Um, it's actually, it's without giving away too much, it's a brand new app that I really hope has success. I don't have any, any funding in it or anything like that. My hand isn't in the pocket or, or anything like that. But just a reliable new source of something that's really cool. And I hope the partnership works out really well. They've actually been helping me with little things behind the scenes. Um, so I'm hoping that it comes out. And we'll be launching that probably when this comes out, uh, probably within two or three weeks of this, com- this podcast coming out. I'm excited about that. Um, leading into other things that I'm excited for 2018 is, of course, like the expansion of all the shows. But we're we're actually due for another uh, visit to our good friends at Steam Whistle. Yep, uh, I think that is a must. Uh, actually, talking about uh, Steam Whistle. Oh, I have a, a good friend, Aaron Schlupa. Used to work with him, uh-huh. and he recently got a job at Steam Whistle as a brewer. Oh wow! And he he's been dying to come on the podcast. Okay. Um, so I kind of, I, well, it's pushed me, give me more momentum. He lives nearby. I work in the city also now, so I think things on my side should come more through now. And I'm excited for the new year. That's very exciting. You know, so he's very animated as a character, as a person, and he wants me on the show. When it comes to beer, when it comes to hip hop music. He loves it. Like if you guys, if you saw this guy's uh, Facebook page and Halloween time, and he he kills some of the people he he does. Well, I'm always a fan of that. Um, I think like, what I'd like to do this year, when it comes to last year or last time we went to Steam Whistle, we did uh, a Facebook Live video. This year, I'd like to probably do both. I'll do a Facebook Live as well as a vlog that we can put out later. Um, just because, I mean. All that stuff's good for Facebook Live for like current material, but it's not the same as like having something up there that people can check out. Then they might be curious about and, and go from there. Um, also, like when something's really nice, literally well polished and looking good, it's really easy to just send someone a link. Be like, um, yeah, I have a podcast and this is what we're all about. And we're walking through Steam Whistle, having a great time at Steam Whistle. You know, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I, I really think is fun. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think we're due for that. We, we, uh, we finally broke ground with uh, Orange Snail about actually getting in there and doing a uh, remote uh, podcast at, at the brewery. And I think that would be a lot of fun because, I mean, we've been repping these guys almost from the start. I mean, it's been so much fun dealing with them, and they're such great guys, Kevin and Damien. Um, I'm really just looking forward to, to actually sitting down and, and finding out the real story behind Orange Nail. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. That's another like project we have for the 2018. Um, of course, all of our sports-related stuff, the Leafs stuff, the Blue Jays stuff will always continue. Uh, we're going to probably have a rotating chair of the coach, Mike Perricone, um, Paul Walker, Brad Myers, maybe even Dave will come on. Dave will come on, and it'll be a good time. We'll see how that goes. Of course, 2018... Who knows really what, what was this, What was the saying again? Take your dick out the peanut butter, we're done? That, I'm pretty sure that's exactly it. Yeah. You can take your dick out the peanut butter, butter. we're done. done. Yeah, um, you know, he's a man of many words. Man, I've never had the need to stick my dick in peanut butter. You know, I, you know, I, can, I can see the sensation behind it, but for me, I think it'd be like, you're going to have to clean that up afterwards. Like, what do you even do afterwards? Like, do you finish in the jar? 
ruin a perfectly good Jeremy. I, like, like, do you wait till you're like halfway done, or do you do a fresh one? Because I feel like a lot go to waste. Just in craft or ch- uh, smooth or chunky. Oh, I, I, you'd have to go smooth. Chunky would just be weird. Like having a little chunk of uh, a little chunk of peanut butter in your urethra would fucking kill. Yeah. Go to the doctor. Uh, doctor, there's a, there's a ch- and what would that? Oh man, there, there's too many though. bad follow-up questions. Like all the all the senses would be wacky. Like, could you even eat peanut butter normally after after knowing what you did with the peanut butter jar? Right? No, you couldn't. Imagine like no your more kids or get a or, or no. your wife's like, hey, what's this full jar of peanut butter in the garbage? You know what? I'm like, no, put that. Away. I'm I'm almost one hundred percent sure that's where peanut allergies came from. People fucking them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They fuck the peanut butter jar and then they fuck their wives, and their kid comes out with a peanut allergy. I'm pretty sure that's, I mean, that's bro science at, at its best, at its finest, but I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. I uh, so, uh, anyways. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> too deep, too deep. Um, do we haven't had on the air since, we haven't had the Podfather on. You know, and it's, you know, and, and it's funny because when we first came out, um, The Force Awakened just came yes, out. Yes, yes. And now the second, yes, the second, the sequel finally is coming out, just came out. Just came out, yeah. And... Where is he? We, he's supposed to be sitting here talking about yes. Star Wars. Okay, so... If that's not on the works... Okay, so he he used to live five minutes on the road. Uh, then they moved out to Aldershot. And I think they, 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 they moved and then they sold quickly and they, they moved to another place. So they're actually... He's actually pretty far. He's actually out farther than Dave. Um, but, I mean, it's always worth throwing out the bat signal and hoping for the best. Yeah, I, I I would really like really really like to have him on. Well, I'm gonna uh, thread with him about Star Wars when I'm up. Unfortunately, with my schedule, I can't go. I can't make uh, it. Um, like I would love to get him back on. Even like he was supposed to come on uh, one night for the um, the Bourbon Chronicles, but he got the date wrong, and uh, he showed up at my house and like like Brittany and I were like like in our PJs cracked half a bottle of wine and he's like hey i'm here for the podcast i'm like dude it was next week he's like what and he had a bottle with him and it's like okay here just keep this at your house and i'll come by next week and then he never showed up oh yeah and that and really that's probably the last time that is probably the last time we even made contact with him for the podcast and it's not like i see my family events and that i always mention it to him but you know like he's a guy on the run busy guy all the time yeah um plus moving twice in a year probably three times uh, twice in a year is probably pretty hectic as well but Good. yeah i know i would i'd really like to get him back on even just to pick his brain a little bit too he's such a knowledgeable guy yeah aaron we're talking about you how many errors do we have on this fucking podcast two but probably two too many <laughs> You know, if I or AA Ron, as I accidentally referred to him on. Uh, did you ever see that? I, I got him fucked up, and no. I made a I made a Aaron. A Keel and Peel joke. Yeah, AA Ron. Not, not even a, the joke, but I I typoed on his name. Oh. Instead of doing A A R O N, I did A R R O N, <laughs> and uh, and then he's like, "It's great when people mess up your name, isn't it, Paul? Or so if you're, when your friends mess up your names, right, Paul?" And I was like, "Oh." Clever, so I I re redid the whole artwork and I fucked up every word except for Aaron. So yeah, it was I don't know I thought. Oh, it was you weird. don't like going by Paul? Well, yeah, I don't. I've never gone by Paul really, but professionally in government, that's my that's my name. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, but I, I fucked up the spelling of his name, which I mean, I think most people who listen to this podcast know by now my spelling isn't my strong suit. It's not mine. Yeah, so some every now and then, and you know what, Aaron, A A A A is like. Which, which Aaron? Which Aaron are we talking about? We're talking about Chalupa Cabra. Oh, Chalupa Cabra? Yeah, yeah he's a goddamn grammar word Nazi. Yeah, well... <laughs> His dad was a principal. <laughs> well, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he, he even tagged me in something once where he's like, uh, yeah, one of the hashtags is fucked up. I can't remember exactly. I'm paraphrasing. But I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you can't just tell me that. Because like half those hashtags, I start typing them, and then it auto-corrects into something else. So, anyways, yeah. Well, he is word crazy, and that's not fair. When it comes to editing, yes. you know, I'm second command. Yeah. He can keep the editing yeah, of the he, words. He keeps the editing duties. <laughs> you should, you know, in all your phone messages to him while I was in prison, you should have mentioned that. <laughs> it's one spot he can, he can keep. All right. So, Donnie, do you have any big goals for 2018? No, just keep it moving. You, I mean, you, you took a couple big steps career-wise in the last couple weeks. I don't know if you want to talk about it or no, not. I'm but, cool. But, I mean, that sets you up really nicely for 2018, you know? Yeah, as long as certain things fall through and stuff like that, like, uh, I got to keep myself on my feet. Yeah. Got to stay out of my head, which is the most important thing to anybody. Yeah. Stay out of your head. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a great place to be, but it's very dangerous. You know, all your darkest things come from your head, but all your best ideas come from your head, so. It's finding that balance, I think. Yeah. Yep. You know, so. Well, I'm excited for 2018. Uh, for me, it's like, um, it's this beautiful storm, you know, like we got a lot of things with the baby coming up, you know, her first birthday will be in a couple months. Um, and then all those things like those quick moving things, everyone says with a, a newborn that you kind of get your life back at 18 months. Um, which for us is, is, um, uh, is probably about, let's see, like, seven months away. So, you know, we'll see how that happens for us, but. I feel real good with the comfort. I feel real good with the spot that we're in, um, with at home, like home life, podcast life, work life. There's a nice balance in there. We're all kind of getting, making everything count, everything work, and I feel good about that. What I really want to do is I want to take these next steps with the podcast, with the vlog, with those kinds of things, and really kind of immerse myself, our life slash everything else that's involved into those things. Like I feel like we lead an interesting life that other people might oh let me rephrase that i think we leave an interesting enough life that other people might be interested in it uh and that's why i I really like the vlog i really like vlogging and and i have a lot of fun with it currently i'm i'm set back a little bit by the things my the the tools i have in front of me but hopefully in the near future that's going to change and i'm just looking forward looking forward to like new creative outlets it's kind of funny how, with technology, how things change. Like, you look at something, all of a sudden it's out of date and it's no good. Right. But you can still do real good stuff with it, with what you have, right? And it kind of gives it more, I feel, authentic, and sometimes that campy feel to it, too. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, like, um, we were talking about today about used technology, and it's like, you know, a lot of people need the latest and greatest. But like, what I think a lot of people fail to recognize is, like, at one point, this was the latest and greatest. And yes, everything changes and tech life is so quick. But you can still accomplish a lot with, let's say... Well, you're not trying to use Betamax and be like... Right, yeah, yeah. You're not <laughs> record a vlog on Betamax and upload it to your internet. You're not trying to figure out how to put your AOL Canada CD into your iPad. I, we're not talking about that, but no. yeah. 
It, I, I get it, but it, I think um, it's like uh, I just need. How I need, far out of date is it? Is it still possible to use yeah. it? Yes. Is it still functional? Oh. Like, do all those things factor in? Do yeah. a lot of people still use these things? Yes. Yeah. Is it, is it like if it was a breakdown right now, could somebody fix it? Yes. It's like it's. Like, I think the bottom line for me right now is like, do I want to spend the money? And the answer is no. I don't want to spend the money. But can it be on the horizon? Yes. So I'll just look at it. I'll just go from it from there and figure it out at that point. But again, it's it's not something I need right now. It's not something that people are dying for. It's not something that you know, like the that's holding me back because like the the first lane is this podcast. I have so much fun doing it. You know, our listenership continuously grows. It's not like people are falling off. The quality is always good. You know, good or if not great. You know, like, I I I listen. I try to listen to like five new podcasts a month just to see where the range is and it's really tough because we're you know we're two kind of average joes and it's like you're competing with like uh joe rogan who ha- who gets like 10 million downloads an episode and you're dealing with uh the guys who have been who have far in more interesting lives and different perspectives on things but you know like we, we just want like uh we would just want something that our friends can listen to that we could probably laugh at tell stories that we can relate to and have some fun if we pick up more people along the way I'm all good with that too hell fuck no I want more always want more but that's, that's just me <laughs> yeah listen I I would love to be like we have 10,000 followers we have 10,000 listeners we have like these major sponsors who are giving us dough I would love that too but at the end of the day I, is it realistic no, uh, but is possible, it possible possible it's possible um, I don't know I think you're not shooting for the if you're not shooting for the stars. What are you shooting for? You yeah. gotta shoot for something. I you know? agree. I agree. Um, I think that's where sometimes I'm a stickler. So that's why that's where sometimes where things hold me back. Cause I'm like, if I'm not doing well, if I'm not at some sort of pin, at some sort of pinnacle where I give myself a setup to move straight, I don't really like it. Yeah. You know, but that's like that, that's me personally, and I understand a lot of people like you know just keep doing what you have what you have. I'm like, okay, yeah, I understand. But this is where I need to be. Yeah. And these are some of the tools. And now, what can I use around it functional that to, to move it around and get something decent out? Like, what do I need? What do I need to succeed versus what do I want to succeed? Yeah. What can help me? Right? Yeah. Like, well, I think, I think at the end of the day. You wouldn't go and work with, like, like your own set of clippers or your own right. set of, you know what I mean? Your right. own little. You don't need every tool. Not, you don't need every everything in your arsenal, but I think you need five or four basic right. compartments to move. Yeah, and those, those will be important. Too. I think. I think. It, I think what it comes down to is, um, what do you think you need to be successful with, and do you need those things to actually be successful? Yeah. But whatever. Um, I want to share the story really quickly um, because it's like kind of like a highlight to me. We're, we're, we're reaching close to our limit. If you're still listening, thank you for listening. Um, again, this is just like a makeshift podcast that John and I just like spur of the moment kind of thing. John stopped by late night. It was just fun to do. Um, but the story goes like this. Last week we had um, some family over. And I had um, my sister-in-law's stepsons who are all teenagers. And they're all good kids. And they're all like... Uh, you know they're they all they come from good stock and they're they're good they're good they're three boys, and uh, they came down they came down into the studio and I've got uh, I've got kind of the the studio's half unfolded from the last studio, half 
what I want the new studio to look like. So I have a handful of things to set up. The handful of things I've set up is the studio equipment and the bar, and then everything's kind of half set up. But these kids, they're, they range from, I think, 18 to uh, 16. Okay. 19 to 16, maybe. Uh, actually, maybe 20 to 16, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, so I said, hey, guys, like, listen, let's uh, try something. So we had to, we had a couple of drinks at the bar. and, uh, and one Can we drink some miners? Um, tis, 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 yeah, tis. you know, whatever. Their dad was here, too. It's all good. <laughs> it doesn't count when it's at home. It only counts when you're in. Anyways, so one of them says, Oh, you have you have vinyl. I was like, "Do I have vinyl?" Listen, I've sold my my collection and bought back my collection at least twice. Um, I got more vinyl than you you guys will ever need in a lifetime. So we start digging through these boxes, and the reason why I'm telling the story is because the the drinks were flowing and the music was playing, and they'd flip through a pile of records, be like, "Oh my God, do you have this?" And they'd whip it out and they're like, "Can we play?" I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, let's play it." I, I turned up the speakers. We had some fun with it. It was like. It was, it was every aspect of collections that I have. Like I like having a collection of alcohols, different alcohols that maybe not everyone sees. I like having some, like some very common classics, some like uh, Keystone classics, and I like having like obscure stuff that some people might not know exists. Like their dad was there, and and my brother-in-law is like, he's a little bit older than me. But you never know. Right? The guy stays young. He's a, he's flipping through and he pulls out a vinyl of Stevie B, and he's like, "You have a Stevie B vinyl?" I was like, "I got a fucking Stevie B vinyl." He's like, "This was outlawed in Canada," <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know how I got it, but it's in the collection." Yeah. And he's like, "We have to listen to this," so we, we put it on, and he's telling his boys about it, and it was like it was a fun, great like, you know, like. Uh, in the future, you'll look back at it with rose-colored glasses. And we were like, I, I, shortened, like, I was telling these stories about alcohol. I was like, listen, every alcohol is great in a manner that you choose. But there's one thing that tequila holds over all alcohols, and this is the most important thing. And so I urge you to drink tequila. And if you're going to drink tequila, drink good tequila. Every alcohol is a suppressant except for tequila. <laughs> and they look at me and they're like, oh. And you, I could see the little little monkey brains learning something and I'd tell them something about music I'd be like you know Eric Clapton almost joined the Beatles they're like yeah they're, they're looking for like a more bluesy sound they're thinking about bringing Eric Clapton in uh, and Eric Clapton was like a really good friend but he was never like one of the Beatles but he yeah. was just always there and you know like I could see and it was like an influence thing and it was such a cool feeling but there's all these like little things and then Brittany came down and she's like are you guys okay down here and like, everybody was like better than okay and we're just having we're just having fun and it was like guys broing out but it was like it was so much more than that it was like myself and their father you know it was a good time yeah it was, yeah, like, it was nostalgic down, yeah. yeah passing down like information and like like just teaching them like little things and I was teaching them about like the, the difference of vodka like if people try to tell you that Ciroc is great vodka you, you give them middle finger because Ciroc isn't technically vodka it's made from grapes it's not made from potato or corn so it's not considered a vodka don't let Diddy lie to you it's smooth because it's like wine blah 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 and I was telling these things and they're all you know like they're all kind of intrigued by it and it was like such a great feeling and then I was, like, I was trying to tell them too like listen you can drink as much as you want but there's one golden rule every two drinks you have sneak one water in because tomorrow morning you won't wake up with a headache and so like they're like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's good to know. Oh my god, I was like so intrigued by it. Like it made me feel so good to like bestow to the next generation. So the next day, Brittany's like, did you have fun yesterday downstairs with the boys? I was like, 
fuck yeah, we had a lot of fun. I was like the coolest guy in the room. She's like, yeah, there's only five people in the room. I was like, it doesn't matter. I was like the coolest guy. I've I've seen behind the bar, like wiping the bar down. And like, I was just having so much fun. But John, I got to tell you, man, it was like one of those moments where I was like, right now there's no other place I'd rather be. It's like family. I'm sharing drinks. I'm sharing knowledge. Music that I love because it's in my collection is playing and people are finding things that I love intriguing and and I can tell them a little bit about it because that's the reason why I collect things is because there's a story behind it. It was just a beautiful feeling. It was just something I had to share because it was just a, such a like a, um, over and beyond moment for me. Congrats. Thank you, sir. Well, that's... Those are moments we live for, right? And those are the moments that always go that go by a little bit too fast. I think yeah. those are moments that um, more people wish they had. But it, it's a, it's a point where you're like, you know what? I'm content. Not con- yeah, I'm content. Not complacent. Um, content. This is what life's about. These are the moments you don't have enough of them. Yeah. You know, you the 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 regular day hustle and bustle eats up too many fine moments of our lives, and we really don't get a chance to sit there and appreciate when we do have those days. You yeah. know. Um, and I try to I try to tell people because it's what I try to practice a lot in my own life. Um, I always say, "Hey, I just want to hang out, shoot the shit, have some drinks, whatever. Just just chill, just relax. Like, not asking anyone to date. Like, bring a friend, bring a couple of friends. Like, I'll invite some other people. Yeah, and let's just enjoy our company. Yeah, like if we happen to get drunk, it happens. But we're not trying to get shit faced. Right, we're right. just having the banter and the flow go. Yeah, we're we're just you gonna know? enjoy it. Um. That's honestly one of my favorite parts of doing the podcast is we sit here, we shoot the shit, and people can feel the genuine like feeling of it, right? That uh, we have going on back and forth, and that's why I like doing the podcast with Jesse. And that's why I also like, I, like, like you said, we may not be the most interesting people, but everyone has a story to, yeah, or something to share with somebody, and that relatability, no matter where you're from. Everyone has a story like that. Like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Something like that happened to me. (laughs) Blase, blase, woo, woo, woo. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you just feel good. Like, man, the world doesn't seem, no matter where you're from, doesn't seem so cold at that moment. Right, right. And that's kind of what I go for. It's a special thing. That makes sense. Yeah. I think think living for the moment is important. As cliche as it sounds, I think enjoying the moment is worth is worth every penny as cliche as it sounds all right let's tie this sucker off part two of one i don't really know what we're going to call this one but uh year review slash friends question mark (laughs) um john why don't you give me a little bit of what what you want 2018 to be well like every year I just want to be productive I want to move forward I don't want to see the same bullshit I saw this year by same bullshit I don't want to see any same mistakes um just keep moving strong you know like for me at least 2017 has been a strong year for myself personal, personally uh, personal wise and um we're just gonna keep going keep the momentum I like it um for myself I saw a quote today that I that I really like that I'm gonna put out on our from social media. No, it wasn't oh. a quote from Aaron Chalupa. <laughs> um, but it will come out on our social media shortly. Or actually, by the time this is out, you'll have to scroll through our Instagram to find it. But um, 2018, I'm gonna try not to be busy, but to be productive. Uh, the quote was, "Don't be busy, be productive," and that's what I really want to do. I want 
2018 to be a very productive year for me. The podcast, my family, my my work, everything. Uh, I want 2018 to be better than 2017, and really 2017 was stellar for me. Um, it was a year of my life. Ah, stellar, stellar. Yeah. 2018, 2017 was absolutely amazing. 2018, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. I want it to be a huge year of growth, and I think it will be a huge year of growth, more growth. And I want to, I want to learn, I want to, I want to get rid of some of this dad bod too. That's one of my goals, to drop a couple pounds, drop a couple lbs, throw them in 2017, and leave them there. <laughs> well, my favorite quote is from Joe Dirt: "Life's a garden, dig it." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the mystery of 2017. What does Cairo mean? I can't, not telling you. Oh my God, come on, you don't even say it anymore. No, I can't tell you what it means. Can you tell me off air? No. Well then, what is, what is, are you going to keep saying it? I might keep saying it, I'll throw it in here and there, I'm just going to bug you. Oh my God, all it's, right. It's my, it's my troll. <laughs> it, 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 it is the helter-skelter of the podcast world. What does Cairo mean? John. All right. Thank you for doing this spontaneous late night podcast. Cheers, my friend. They're always late. <laughs> That's true. Except for the odd day ones. This this one's particularly late. I appreciate you and I appreciate all the work you've done so far the podcast. Happy 2017. Happy 2017. RIP 2017. RIP 2017. I like it. That might be what the podcast is called. Uh, that being said, this is a long one. This might be part two or part one. I don't know. I'm going to have to listen back and figure out where it goes. From the Not For 30 podcast and for John Noir, this is Anthony El Jefe saying, happy 2017, happy 2018, good night, we gone?